Hello, Truth Seekers, and welcome back to another episode of the Truth Seekers podcast. A truth seeker is someone who wants to know the truth. They search for what's true and they won't rest until they find it. I am a truth seeker, and if you are too, then you've come to the right place where we will search for truth each week in the stories of the Bible. In our last episode, we learned about Aaron, the great high priest. We learned that Aaron went before God in the most holy place on behalf of the people. Aaron represented the people before God and made sacrifices for their sins. You might be thinking, will the Israelites be in the desert forever? When will they ever get to the promised land? In today's episode, the Israelites are going to make it to the very edge of the promised land. They are almost there. Have you ever waited a really long time for something? Maybe you are waiting right now in excitement and anticipation for Christmas to come. Maybe you have waited for a vacation or a friend's birthday party. Maybe you have waited to see someone you haven't seen for a very long time. We all have waited for things. Waiting is a part of life. The Israelites have been waiting to arrive in their promised land, and God has been preparing them and getting them ready for it. One day, the Lord spoke to Moses and said, Count the whole Israelite community by their clans and families, listing every man by name, one by one. You and Aaron are to number by their divisions all the men in Israel twenty years old or more who are able to serve in the army. And so the Lord had Moses and Aaron divide all of the Israelites into twelve separate groups, one group for each of the twelve tribes of Israel. This is how they were to travel. They were to set out and follow the pillar of cloud by day and the pillar of fire by night according to the family group they belonged to. One group after the other would set out and make their way. The Lord told Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver and use them for calling the community together and for having the camp set out. When both are sounded, the whole community is to gather before you at the tent of meeting. If only one is sounded, the leaders of each of the groups of Israel are to gather before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of a second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The blast will be the signal for setting out. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are the ones who are to blow the trumpets. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you and the generations to come. Not only were the trumpets to be sounded when it was time to set out, but God said to Moses, When you go into battle in your own land against an enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets. Then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and rescued from your enemies. Also, at your times of rejoicing and celebrating, you are to sound the trumpet, and they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. The sounding of the trumpets were to signal different things for the Israelites, but they were given to the Israelites as a way of calling on the Lord their God for help and for thanksgiving. 
Well, sure enough, on the 20th day of the second month of the second year, the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle, and the trumpet sounded, and the Israelites set out from the desert of Sinai. One group after the other began to walk in step, in the order God had established for them. The first group that set out was the family of Judah. Then the family of Issachar set out after them, and then the family of Zebulon after them, and so on and so on, until all tribes were walking in the order God had ordained for them to walk. They traveled from place to place until the cloud came to rest in the desert of Paran. And the day finally came when the Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I am giving to the Israelites. So, at the Lord's command, Moses sent them out from the desert of Paran. He sent out twelve men, the leaders of each of the twelve tribes of Israel. Would you like to know their names? Here they are. Shemua, Shaphat, Caleb, Egal, Joshua, Palti, Gadiel, Gadi, Amiel, Sather, Nabi, and Geuel. These are the names of the men Moses sent to explore the land. How exciting! They were going into the land as spies. Have you ever wanted to be a spy? Have you ever pretended you were a spy? These men were going into the land of Canaan as spies, undercover, so no one would know they were Israelites, coming to see the land they were about to conquer, the land God had promised to them. When Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, Go up into the hill country, see what the land is like, and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Do they have walls or no walls? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees on it or not? Moses said, Do your best to bring back some of the fruit of the land. So they went up and explored the land. They walked throughout the land, up the hills, down the valleys, checking the soil, watching the people, surveying the land. And when they reached one of the valleys, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. The grapes were so big and so heavy that two of the men had to carry them on a pole between them, along with other fruit like pomegranates and figs. After 40 days of exploring the land, they came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community where they camped in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them and to the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land, and they began to give their account. Well, we went into the land to which you sent us, and it does flow with milk and honey. Here is its fruit. How wonderful! Everything seemed so exciting. The people were on edge to hear about the land that they were about to take. But then, all of the sudden, some of the men who had gone into the land said, But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large, with large walls surrounding them on every side. We even saw all kinds of our enemies there, the Amalekites, the Hittites, the Jebusites, and the Amorites, they all live there up in the hill country. And the Canaanites live near the sea along the Jordan, 
the land is filled with our enemies. The people were frightened. This is not what they expected to hear. And suddenly, out of the noise and fear came the voice of one man. That man's name was Caleb. Caleb was one of the spies who had gone into the land. And he cried out, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we certainly can do it. Don't listen to the fear of the other spies. We can do it. But instead, the other spies said, No, we can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. The land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size, like giants. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. Oh, dear true seekers, what will happen now? The Israelites have made this journey from Egypt to now come to the edge of their promised land and hear this report? Oh, dear true seekers, what will happen now? The Israelites have made this journey from Egypt to now come to the very edge of their promised land and hear a report about enemies in the land? What would they do? That night, all the people of the community raised their voices and wept aloud. All the Israelites grumbled against Moses and Aaron, and the whole assembly said to them, If only we had died in Egypt or in this desert! Why is the Lord bringing us to this land only to let us fall by the sword? Our wives and our children will be taken as captive. Wouldn't it be better for us to go back to Egypt? And suddenly, another man, alongside of Caleb, another one of the twelve spies spoke up. His name was Joshua. Yes, Joshua. The same Joshua who was Moses' assistant and who had gone up the mountain with him when God gave Moses the Ten Commandments. Joshua had seen the power of God on the mountaintop. He of all people knew what God could do for them. So he and Caleb said to the people, The land we passed through is exceedingly good. If the Lord is pleased with us, he will lead us into that land, a land flowing with milk and honey, and will give it to us. Only do not rebel against the Lord. Do not be afraid of the people of the land, because we will swallow them up. Their protection is gone, but the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid of them. But instead of listening to Joshua and Caleb, the whole community only cried out, and doubted and feared, and they would not listen. Then the glory of the Lord appeared at the tabernacle to all the Israelites, and the Lord said to Moses, How long will these people treat me with contempt? How long will they refuse to believe in me in spite of all of the miraculous signs I have performed among them? Oh, dear true seekers, what a sad, sad day for the Israelites. They did not know they would face enemies and giants in their promised land. At the first sign of trouble, they became afraid and wanted to turn back. Are there giants in your life that you might be facing right now? Maybe you are having a hard time learning something in math that seems just too difficult for you, and you feel like you will never get it right. Or maybe you and a friend had an argument, and you were hurt badly, and you don't know if you will ever be friends again. Or maybe your family is going through a hard time and it just feels sad. 
Let me tell you a little secret that we learned from the story today. You have a choice. You can either be like Joshua and Caleb and believe that God hears you and sees you and wants to fight for you and help you with your problems. Or you can be like the other 10 spies and the Israelites and only focus on the bad things and only complain about how hard it is and allow fear to take hold of you. Who would you rather be like? Caleb and Joshua with their trust in the Lord or the Israelites fearing and doubting God? I know it's hard sometimes when it looks as though nothing seems to be going your way. I know sometimes it may seem like the most impossible of situations, but God wants us to choose to trust Him even when we can't see what will happen next. He wants you to have courage and say like Joshua and Caleb, the Lord is with us. Do not be afraid. You may not have a real trumpet like the Israelites did when they were in trouble to call on the Lord, but you can cry out to him just like you would blow into a trumpet and he will hear the call and he will come running to you. He is your protection. He is your defender and he fights your battles for you. You just have to have faith and believe. If you'd like to read today's story in your Bible, you can find it in Numbers chapters 13 and 14. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss next week's episode as we find out what happens to the Israelites. Will they enter the promised land? Let me pray for you before we go. Dear Father, we sound the trumpet before you today. We cry out to you. We call out to you, Lord, save us, help us, deliver us from our enemies. Help us to face the things in front of us that may seem too hard. Sometimes we are tempted to be like the Israelites and doubt your goodness, but forgive us of those times. Give us the courage, like Joshua and Caleb, to believe that you will come through and do the impossible in our lives. We love you and praise you. Amen. I want to remind you that I have a new Patreon account for anyone who is interested in receiving further Bible study and Bible teaching. I am offering Bible classes for $6 a month through my Patreon account. You can go to patreon.com slash Sherilyn R. Grant to get more information and sign up. Also, thank you to those of you who have left reviews. I want to thank CLRU24 for leaving a comment. She said her five-year-old just started listening and they are working on catching up to the latest episodes. Also, thank you, Ari Barb. She said her daughter has been listening and enjoying the podcast as well. If you have a chance to leave a review, I would be so grateful. The more reviews, the more the podcast is easily found by others who can learn about God too. Thanks for joining me and I look forward to our time together next week.